A part of the life of Luke Boyd is um, work. I don't really like it that much, but it's okay. Um, Actually, no, do you know what? This has been my greatest year at work. Um, I just thought I'd share a little bit of this. Um, It has definitely been my greatest year at work. I don't know. My boss and I are getting along so well, um, kicking goals. We're making lots of coin, and um, we're doing well, but... So what do I do? I am an air balancer. Um, well, I'm called an air, air con technician. That's pretty cool. But um, no, my, my bread and butter is air balancing. I do water balancing, but um, I'm not just talking about surfing. Like I literally balance water. Um, so balancing water, uh, air. It, a lot of people think like I just stand there going like, And it's not that, like, I wish it was. Sometimes I lick my finger and do it. Like, some people come in, like, I walk into a tenanted office um, in the city (laughs) and there's all, like, these prim and proper people and, like, the secretary goes, oh, what are you here for? And I'm, like, in my tradesman gear. And everyone sort of, you know, have you ever noticed, like, when tradesmen meet office workers, there's this, like, this heaps funny little thing going on and it's unspoken and... And it, the white collar sort of like going, okay, I own you. You, you are scum, man. And I walk in there going, you don't even know how to fun. Like I have fun all the time. Um, I wish I had as much money as you did. Uh, I should have studied harder at school. And then the blue collar guy just walks out, just going, damn, I should have got. I should have been wearing one of those white ones. Why can't I be wearing a white one? What is it with the blue? No, I love blue collar. Put your hand up if you're blue collar. Represent. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Jeff, there's like me and you in the house tonight. So uh, this morning, it's not tonight. And um, so, yeah, anyway, I, I, I do air balancing. And there was, this t- there was this day, it was like a few weeks ago, and um, I was, yeah, I was doing that. But I was also balancing air which involves me holding a bolometer, pretty cool word, as I know. It's really scientific, and all it does is measure airflow. It's not really that amazing. But um, it sort of looks like, you know, Ghostbusters, when they put the trap down and it catches the ghosts? It looks like that a little bit, but the the thing that goes up is like a canvas, and, and you stick it over things and you read air. But anyway, all of this is completely irrelevant. Um, so I was holding the hood or the bolometer, and um, I'm, like, looking at the figure that is coming out of the the bolometer, and I go, okay, it's about 200 litres a second, cool. And, and I saw that, and then I took the hood off, and my mate goes, okay, so, or the guy I work with, he's like, well, what'd you get on that one? And I just went, I don't know. And I just read it. Like, I literally just read and I was going, I don't know. And I'm going, what's wrong with me? And then I started feeling like lightheaded and I was shaky. Um, I was heaps confused. And I also felt weak. I, all of a sudden I started to feel really weak, confused. And, and I just became completely unable to do my job. I don't know what happened. I was like... I'm unable to work right now. I'm not functioning. What is wrong? And I was like, flip. So I said, sorry, dude. I just got to sit down. He's like, are you all right? And I'm like, oh, I, don't, 
I don't know, I'm tripping out, like I'm freaking out. And um, I sat down, I was thinking, I was like, man, I haven't drunk water in like two days. And I hadn't had anything to drink and I was severely dehydrated. And I was like, man, I need to drink. Like, you know how sometimes you don't realize you're thirsty? I know Candace does. She's like so good at it. And I always have um, big, soft, loving goes at you saying, Ken, she got a drink because she just forgets and you never get thirsty. Like, you don't really ever feel it. And so, yeah, I just for some reason just wasn't feeling thirsty for two days or whatever it was. Um, and I was all of a sudden I was struck with thirst and I was like, flip. All I knew is that I needed water. So um, the good thing about working in construction sites, there's always bubblers there. Um, sometimes the bubblers, but they got that really chlorine taste. I hate that. But um, does anyone know what I'm talking about? That chlorine metal taste and it's a little bit cloudy and you go, stuff that, man. I'm going to the shop and I get water that I that I could get out of a tab, but I buy it anyway. And um, then I get two bottles because I'm thirsty. And then I drunk the water and... Um, instantly started to feel better like I literally instantly felt better I wasn't weak uh, I, I felt strength come back like I started to think smash the other bottle and um, by the time I got back on site I was fine I was able to work and function I was able to concentrate I was I wasn't confused anymore I wasn't weak and um, then I, I started to think about that I was like oh man that you know what that is so like um, our relationships with God, you know. And um, I started to think, how funny is it like you do in life, and this is me, this is totally me as well. I know it's everyone else. Don't fake it. And so, like, I'm walking through life, and then all of a sudden I'm finding myself a little bit confused or I find myself, like, a little bit weak, everything getting a little bit too hard, um, you know, I start to just get, like, depressed or I get, like, anxious and I start freaking out and all of a sudden I just begin to just really struggle at doing life. And uh, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, flip, I haven't hung out with you, God, for eight. Oh, yeah, there's a God. There is a God. And he loves me. And actually, I haven't read my Bible in a while. I haven't prayed. And, and then all of a sudden, you go, oh, right. And then, I, and then I go and hang with God and then instantly feel better. Instantly, I have um, direction. I, I, I instantly feel strong. I'm no longer weak. I, I'm not confused anymore. As soon as I hang out with God, I, I begin to function. And I can actually do life, you know. I can actually do life when I've hung out with God. And so, like, the, the main heart of what I want to get across today is something very simple and something that um, we all seem to struggle at in life because we're humans and we're idiots. Um, let's be honest. Um, you can kid yourself all you like. We're all idiots. It's okay. We, I, I still love you. Um, Andrew may not. I don't know, but um, he, I will love you. 
Um, no. Andrew will love you. He loves me, and I'm an idiot. And I love you too, Andrew. And you are a massive idiot. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Every, it, it, Ty laughed at that. Ty, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, no. Uh, where do we go from calling Andrew? One of the greatest pastors on the coast, a massive idiot. I really got to get moving here. No. Um, so, you know, we've been talking a lot about the last month, we've been talking about relationships and community and functioning in a relationship and, and, and as a community. And it's been a lot about relationships and how to do relationships. And what I want to say and what I want to encourage you is to. Well, if you want to really accomplish that task of being a family and, and having great relationships with people, I want to say and challenge you that your relationship with God has got to be pretty schmick to be able to fully get the, the greatest effect in that setting of community and in that setting of being a family. Um, we need to be walking with God and having our relationship with God, you know, healthy. We've got to have a healthy relationship with God to be able to really... You can still have relationship with people in life, and it can be great, but you'll never reach the maximum potential of how far you can go um, without God in your relationship with others. You need to have your relationship with God functioning really good because what happens is that when you are in a healthy relationship with God, a, a dynamic relationship, one that is where you walk with him daily, you actually, you know, when you go and hang out with people, when we go and work as a team, when we work as a church family, um, a lot of the times we can actually look at each other and we can actually see each other how God sees us, you know, and you don't actually see... Um, say with Jess, like I look at her and she says flava instead of flavor. And I think that's weird. But when I look at her through the eyes of God, I go, flava's cool. Like, yeah, I can see that. That's okay. Like, I'll say flava as well. Like, that's fine. And and you know what? Another time, it, it, for me in life, do you know what? Here's a great example. I just got to say this. Um, I don't know if... Um, is Nathan in the house? Deves? Nathan Deves? He's not here. Oh, what, oh well. I'll tell you anyway. When I was back in the day, like back in the day, man, <laughs> back in the day, um, I used to run a youth group and it was really cool. And um, Andrew took it over and just went to, like, just took it to space. And um, But whilst I was there, I was doing like some hard yards and the youth was really small, the church was really small, and we were just like trying to pump life into these guys, and it was draining, and but it was also so rewarding. But there was these times in life where I was like, man, this is hard, flip. Oh, man, I, I, I don't know what's going on. This is really hard. I'm, I'm doing my best. I, I got nothing. I'm trying. And, and then all of a sudden, Nathan Dees would come along, and because he's got a good relationship with God, whether you believe it or not, he really does. And, um, you know, because he's got this cool little relationship with God and it's a real relationship, he's able to function in community the best way ever. And and he used to write these prophetic 
as letters to me and given to me right at the right time, like about probably 10 times in a space of three years. He would give me these absolute encouragement letters that were like the word of God that I needed. And I would just sit and read and I'd go, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that Nathan is walking in a relationship with you and is... is he, he, he's in community as well, you know, and he, and he speaks and he helps. So grateful for that. So grateful. Um, yeah, we were created to live with God. Ever since the beginning, it's always been the desire and heart of our creator to live in relationship with us. The chief purpose of our existence is simply relationship with the all-loving and powerful God. Is this really easy to understand? But I hope it's really speaking to some people. My, I, what I really want to do is encourage us this morning to take our walk with God, to take our relationship with God 100% serious. What I want is for us to feel challenged even. This is for me too because I'm, I'm like, as big an idiot sometimes, even bigger than Andrew. And um, it doesn't happen very often, but I am sometimes. And um, we all need to stop and remember God. We all need to stop and remember what he's done for us in life because life is not going to work to its most fullest potential without him. And I don't know about you, but I actually want to reach my potential. I actually want to live my best life. I want my best life. And I know that the only way I can get that is with God. You can you can be successful. You can have a big multi-million dollar house at Noosa and you cannot be in a relationship with God. And you, you, you don't have to be with God to do that. And you can be mega successful. You can own all the cool things and you can have almost like it would seem the world, but if you don't have a relationship with God, you will find at the end of the day something is missing. Uh, really, you, you just don't kid yourself. Um, you will find something missing. There will be a, a space, a void inside of you that is just never going to be quenched. And it's it can only be filled with God. Um, a relationship with God is pretty much the meaning of our existence um, so I want to be quick I want to I want to finish up soon but just I've got to get through just a few things um, life works out when we're with God life can still throw poo at you uh, monkeys do that uh, and so does life. Uh, life can throw poo at you. And I'm not going to say that life is going to be so easy and awesome because you have a relationship with God, because it's not. Um, but I can tell you, and I can actually promise you, um, that God is going to be able to there be with you with an outstretched hand, and he'll be able to help you walk through. You know, there'll be monkeys flinging poo at you, but at least... You know, it might even get you in the eye. But as long as you're holding on to God, maybe in the mouth, 
But if you're holding on to God, he can walk you through that and get you out to where there's no poo flinging. But this is true. This is true. I'm saying life isn't going to be perfect because you have a relationship with God. But you know what? It sort of is at the same time. You actually will find perfection with God. You won't find it anywhere else, but you will find it with God. Um, And you know what a cool scripture is? I really love um, Colossians. It talks a lot about Jesus. Um, I just want to read out a scripture. Um, It's in uh, Colossians 1, and it starts at 15, and we'll go through to 17. It says, He is the image of the invisible God. They're talking about Jesus, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. In Christ Jesus, all things hold together. You ever stop and think about that? All things hold together because of Jesus Christ. I wonder how far you could go. You could think about that for a long time, I think. Everything. You know what? Is it sheer coincidence that you're getting your next breath? Is it? I don't know. Or is it Jesus that's holding the cosmos together, enabling you to to take that next breath? I don't know. I I actually do think it could be. He holds everything together. Every little neutron, every little particle, he holds it all together. It's crazy. Um, So this is all good, Luke. You're talking about relationship with the almighty creator, the all-powerful God. Yeah, that's really cool. How the heck do I do that? And I know many of us know, but some of us don't. And also, some of us need reminding. You know what I mean? I need to remind myself how to get my relationship ticking over with God. And you know what? I think the best way to have a relationship with someone involves getting to know the person. How are you going to know what they like? How are you going to know how they think and feel about things if you don't know them? You've got to get to know them, don't you? You've got to get to know someone to have a relationship with them. And let me tell you a really cool way to know God. Are you ready? This will change your life. It, it's called the Bible. Um, you read it. You actually read it. It doesn't just sit on that bed, table. Yeah. It's called a table. Bedside table. Um, doesn't just sit there. You actually read it. Reading the Bible is great for getting to know God. It really is. And that's a great way to, to actually get to know God. And, and I mean, you know what? As Christians, I, I see, like I work, as I said before, I work with a lot of different people. And I work a lot of security guards that have to go with us when we do out-of-hours stuff or when we're working in big banks. A lot of security guards um, are in the Islamic faith. And... I get so spewing at Christians because I see Muslims and how devoted they are to that Quran 
And I just go, man, if Christians could do that, we would be kicking a lot more goals. Honestly, think that. Um, we've got the the truth here, and yet we aren't as passionate, or we don't see the value in it as much as other people do in their own other religions. Guys, this is the Bible. And when I say read it, I don't just mean read a little bit of it. I actually think that everyone here can actually dedicate to reading the whole Bible and make that a goal. If you haven't already read the Bible, I'm not going to say lift your hand because that's just silly, but if you haven't already read the whole Bible, please, for your own sake, read it all. Read it all. You could read a lot of this stuff, especially all this stuff back in the Old Testament. And unless you read all of it, you probably will end up having more questions and being a little bit more confused. But when you read it all, everything makes sense. Everything makes sense. We need to read the whole Bible. That's the best way to get to know God, to get to know this one that you want to have a relationship with. That's a getting to know thing. Also think that communication is very important in a relationship. Who agrees? All the women say, Amen! Communication. You just don't communicate, Luke. I need you to communicate. And communication really works. Do I communicate? I communicate. I could communicate better and more, but though, couldn't I? Yes. It's. We can talk about this later. I'm probably... <laughs> yeah. So later on, I'm just going to get probably... No, Candice is so cool to me, and she reflects God's mercy and grace to me every day, which I am very grateful for. If she didn't, I don't know. But no, um, communication is important. So let me just say something else that will get your relationship with God rocking. Communicate, or it's also known as prayer. <laughs> um, people Sometimes I, get people, I hear people going, man, I'm just not close to God anymore. And I'm like, sick, uh, do you pray or read the Bible? No, I don't do that anymore. And I go, oh, really? And so I just find that confusing. Does that make sense to anyone? Like, if you want to know God and you want to have uh, communication, uh, you need to actually do these things with God. God wants a relationship. He doesn't want to just tell you what to do, give you everything. He wants a relationship. It's, you know, reciprocal. It's, there's, there's meaning on both sides. So prayer. Prayer is important to a healthy relationship with God. Pray more. When was, how, like, how much do we pray, really? When we think about how much we talk to our loved ones and friends, and then we think about how much we pray to our God. We could probably pray more. I don't know about you. I know I could. I could pray more. Um, furthermore, a relationship takes trust. Um, so the way I see that is that we should probably put our faith and hoping God um, and trust Him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Putting our faith and our hope. See, a relationship with God actually does take faith. That's something that Christians sometimes we forget. Or it's been so long since some Christians have actually stopped and thought of the concept of faith. I I, I always forget about faith, <laughs> and I just try and think naturally. And and you go, oh, actually no, this. This may take a bit of faith. God's given us faith. Let's use it. It takes faith and trust. When you put that in God, when you put that in someone, say if I put my trust and my hope and my faith in Candace, um, 
that will actually, this is true, that will actually make our relationship good. Do you know what I mean? And that, some people are going, oh, but you can't, you can't do that. You've got to put it all in God. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But to an extent, I can put faith in Kenneth. I, I can put hope. I can put trust. She will fail me, but that will get us, that'll get us tight. But when we put our faith, hope, and love in God, and, and when you do that, you'll never get let down. Um, and, and you'll actually find that you'll get closer. You, you'll feel closer. You'll get closer. You'll get closer to God when you put your faith and hope in Him. Um, lastly, uh, a relationship needs love, doesn't it? I just want to say um, to everyone here, and this is to myself as well, don't think that I've got relationship with God nutted out because I'm a human being and I don't. So, love. And what I want to say is, you know what? Don't be afraid to fall in love with God. Don't be afraid of that. Men, women, don't be afraid to fall in love with God. Don't be afraid. The relationship that God has for you is so much safer and so much better than any relationship you've ever experienced. So sometimes we have a relationship with someone on earth and it's like, oh, um, they really hurt me or oh, I can't trust them and, and I've been really hurt in this way. And that will sometimes go into your relationship that you have with God. Um, but that you don't need to feel that. You don't need to be worried. You don't need to be anxious. You don't need to freak out in any way because God, you know, you, you think you're pursuing a relationship with God. But let me just tell you something just really quickly. God actually first pursued you. And, and he's actually there, ready. He wants deeper relationship with you right now. And he's going, yeah, come on, grab my hand. Grab my hand. I won't. You know, the book of Hebrews, the book of Joshua, the book of Deuteronomy, they all say that God says to us, I will never, ever leave you or forsake you. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Never. How cool is God? He's awesome. He wants relationship with us so bad. I just want to read one last scripture and then we'll eat some pork flavored buns. Or donuts. No, there's no pork flavored donuts. Um, 2 Corinthians, uh, Colossians. Colossians 2. Colossians 2. 6, and I'm going to read through to 8, Luke, read through to 6 to 8, yeah. So then, just as you have received received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human traditions and the basic principles of this world rather than Christ. Okay, I just want to read that again. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith, as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. 
See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human traditions and the basic principles of this world rather than that of Christ. So listen, the world hates relationship with God, you know. But all the world has to offer are basic principles on how to do life. Basic principles. You're only going to get so far. Basic principles, to me, tell me that they're going to work to an extent. They're basic and, and, and they are principles. They will get you so far. But at the end of the day, they're basic principles. You're not going to have your best life. Your best life is in relationship with God. Everything comes down to your relationship with God. So let me say, and let me challenge all of us as a church today, how about we pursue God a little bit? How about we work on our relationships with God? How about we work on getting to know Him a little bit more by by spending some time in His Word? How about we communicate with him a little bit more by by praying how about we trust him and put our faith in him as opposed to putting our faith in in other things in the basic principles of this world don't put your faith in the basic principles of this world put it in god and lastly fall in love with god do not be afraid you can go as deep as you want you're never going to hit the bottom either (laughs) You can go as deep as you want in your relationship with God and He's there ready to take you on the best journey of your life. So if I could maybe just have the band... Oh, no, look, you know what? Keep that going, Lisa. You can you can do that. Lisa's so good, by the way. She's so good. And I honestly believe, Lisa, there are so many rewards in heaven for you. <laughs> You make me cry. Because, you know what? God sees the heart, you know? And he sees He sees the heart. He doesn't see the show. He doesn't see everything else. He sees the heart. And you know what? There's just this cool little place in heaven for you that's going to be loaded with so much cool stuff to bless the heck out of you for eternity, forever, because of what you do for him and, and his kingdom. You're a good girl lisa you're a good girl so um can you just lift that up uh lisa and um why don't we all stand up and i just want to say a prayer and maybe we could all say a prayer together um pray to god in your own way by the way prayer doesn't have to be all this crazy traditional way of talking to god in case you didn't know um god He's actually up to date with culture as well, and, and he actually knows our culture. Uh, he actually spoke to Israel in their culture, and he speaks to us today in our culture. He understands what sick man is. He understands what, um, yo, what's up. He understands that. So in however you speak to God, just speak to God. How about we do that? You know what I mean? Um but yeah, just I just want to have this time. I'm going to say a prayer. Then I'm, I'll tell you what we're going to have. I, I, I'm going to do this. I want one minute of silence. I want Lisa to start playing the piano. I want no one to talk. The, the kids can because they're kids and that's cool. But I would like for everyone just to have one minute of silence at the end of this time where you actually connect with God 
and you say a prayer inside your innermost being and, and you say, God, I want to I go further in you. I want my relationship to go to the next level. Okay? So when I finish praying, Lise, do you want to just stop for one minute? And then, then we'll eat cake. The more you eat, the more you give. Um, so, Father God, you're, you're incredible. And God, I, I want to get to know you more. I want my relationship to go to new levels. I want to take our relationship more seriously. I, I really do. Lord God, you love me more than anyone else in this world. And God, you're interesting. You're actually interesting. And there's a lot about you that I don't know. And I really, really would love to get to know you more. And, and, and Father God, I just pray for our whole church, that Lord, that you would lead us into our own unique and personal relationships with you and, and that you would lead us um, into a greater depth of relationship with you as a church. God, would you, um, as we reach out our hand to meet your already outstretched hand, God, I pray that you would take us on the journey of a lifetime on into the greatest relationship that we were ever created for. Have your way in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so we're going to have some bit of fun now. Um, you can be seated. You don't, don't be seated. You're going to get up anyway. But let me just say in parting, listen to this one last thing. Don't let anyone tell you you don't have enough time to have a relationship with God. You have time. Make it. Make time for God. Make time for God. Make time for God. Make time for God. Okay. Good work, church. Um... I'm going to hand it back to Pastor Phil and we're going to eat some donuts and cake and listen to some upbeat music because that was really solemn. Uh, okay, thank you. Fantastic. Let's just close our eyes for a moment. Yeah, you can give it up for Luke. Fantastic, buddy.